The following shear has been presented by Rav Shmuel Benyamin Honigwax, Dayan at the Base Havad, and has been brought to you by the Base Havad Halacha Center. This volume has been distributed by Reb Yehuda and Chayarelis, Le'ilu Nishmas, Matasyo Yoinison Ben Yisrael Leib, Zechroinu Levracha, and his wife, Miriam Chana Bas Yosef Yeshua, Aleh HaShalom. May the Torah studied through this volume be an everlasting zechus for their neshamas. The Gemara says, Why didn't the Chachomim Institute the din of writing his man in a star kedushin? And the Gemara says that the reason is because. There's nothing to do with it if you leave the Shtar Kedushin by the Isha and then she'll erase it. And the Gemara says that if you leave the Shtar by the Edim, that we're not afraid that the Edim are going to erase it. Sometimes the Edim will look in the Shtar and come to Edis and Bezdin based on what they saw in the Shtar, even though they don't personally remember when the Kedushin happened. So the Gemara says that if, they'll, if the Edom will do this, there'll be a problem. The Torah says that Edom have to be made themselves and not through a written star of Edos. Edom can't take um, a star and write their Edos and send it to Bezdin. Therefore, if the Edom look in the star Kedushin and they see what's written in it and, they come and, be, and they're made in Bezdin, that Edus will be Edus Psula, and Bezdin won't know that it's possible, and Bezdin is by mistake going to believe the Edus, and they'll pass in wrong because of that. So the Rishonim ask, the Rishonim ask, and we know that Allah is, that a star has a din of Edus, even though it's written on, on paper, and it's not set over through the mouths of the Edim, still, Edus that's written in a star has a kosher din of Edus and Bezin could rely on that Edus and be Moitzi Mamin and be Mater Eishas Ish <coughs> allow Eishas Ish to get married so why is it a problem if the Edim look in the star and they see what it says in the star and they're made in Bezin based on that L'chayr the star is a good Edus so there's two main Terutzim in the Rishayim one Teretz is the Teretz of Taisus and Ksubis and a number of other Rishonim and Yavamis also go with this Teretz. And they say that the Pshat is that if the Edom would bring the Shtar into Bezdin, of course that would work. Even if the Edom didn't bring the Shtar into Bezdin, if the Edom told Bezdin that they saw it in the Shtar, and Bezdin Paskins based on the fact that the Edom saw it in the Shtar, that would also be good. The problem here is, that the Edom are not going to say in Bezdin that they saw it in the Shtar. The Edom are going to come into Bezdin and make believe that they saw the story themselves. And that's not good. The Rishonim don't explain exactly what, what the problem is now. But for some reason that problem is comparable to, pro, to a situation where Edom write their Edos on a paper which is not a Shtar and send it into Bezdin. So just like if Edom would write their Edos on a piece of paper and send, in, send it into Bezdin without that paper having all the qualifications of a star, that Edus would not be good. So too if Edom looked in a kosher star, and they saw what it said in the kosher star, and instead of being made in Bezna, they saw it in the star, they were made as though they had themselves seen it, and though, as though they had, 
they themselves remember this Eidos, that would also be a similar problem. The Rishayim seem to be drawing a comparison between these two problems. The other terrorists the Rishayim give is that true, Ukashur Ashtar, Avada is a good Eidos. There's no question that, that if there's a Shtar that Ruvain gives to Shimon that says Eidos against Ruvain, that would be a Kashur Eidos. So too, if a husband gives his wife a get that says in the get that I divorced you, that Avada, when this lady takes this get and brings it to Bezdin, Bezdin will read the get and believe what it says in the get as though they heard it from two Kashur Eidim. But in this case, is a bigger problem. Why? Because in this case, the Shtar was not yet handed over to the Baldover. The only way a Shtar is a Kashur Eidos is if it's handed over to the Baldover. When I write a Shtar and give it over to the person that the Shtar is supposed to, be, is supposed to benefit, then the Eidos is considered as being completed. And once the Eidos is completed in the Shtar, the Bezdin can rely on that Eidos and, do, and act accordingly according to that Eidos. But in a situation where the Shtar has not yet been handed over to the person whom the Shtar is supposed to benefit, the Eidos is not considered to have been completed, and therefore Bezin cannot rely on that Eidos. Even if Bezin were themselves to see that Shtar, Bezin will not be able to see on that Shtar. That's what the Rif answers. And the Rishonim have a disagreement as to how to interpret the words of the Rif. Does the Rif mean that this Shtar was never given over to the Isha? Or does the Rif mean something else? Avada, we're talking about a situation where this star was taka given over to the Isha. It's a star Kedushin. The husband at the time of Kedushin handed the star over to the Isha, and Avada at that time, the star technically could have been made, the, this Eidos. But there, the problem in, in this Eidos is that this star, since as the Gemara says, this star is meaningless as far as this man is concerned, as long as it's in the hands of the Isha, because the Isha is always suspected of having changed and tampered with the, the Shtar, with the Zman of the Shtar. So therefore, the only way that this Shtar can have meaning is only if it's in the hands of the Adam. If it would be a Shtar, which the Shtar would be able to have meaning in the hands of the Isha, if the Adas would be able to be a good Adas in the hands of the Isha, so then even if the Isha handed it over to somebody else after she got it, it would still be considered a good Adas. Here the problem is that this Eidos could never have been considered a good Eidos as long as it was in the hands of the Isha. The only time that the Eidos has any validity at all is only once the Edom are holding it. Such a star is not a star, Because a star has to be written with the intention of it having validity when it's in the hands of the person whom it's meant to benefit. But if the only time the star means anything is only if it's in somebody else's hand, such a star is not considered a good star. This is a big Chiddush in Allah of star that the Rishonim are telling us that a shtar is only meaningful when the shtar is written with the intention of it being used by the person who is supposed to be benefiting from the shtar. But if the shtar is written with the intention of being handled and held in the hands of somebody who is not the intended beneficiary of the shtar, so then the shtar is not considered a good adus, and Bezin is not allowed to rely on that adus. And if Bezin does rely on that adus, it's considered that the psaktin that Bezin delivered was an incorrect psaktin. So, there is another very interesting shita in the Rishonim, which is very similar to this halacha that the Rif says. And I'd like to expand on that shita in the Rishonim a little bit. 
there's a halacha known as mechiras stars. Let's say Ruvain sells a field to Shimon. Or if Ruvain borrows money from Shimon. So now Ruvain writes a star, either saying that he sold Shimon the field or saying that he borrowed money from Shimon. So now Shimon has a star against Ruvain. Let's say Shimon wanted to pass on the schos, the rights that he has over Ruvain because of the star which he's holding to somebody else. Let's say, for example, Ruvain owes Shimon money and Shimon wants to transfer that loan to Levi. He wants to sell the chayv. He wants to sell the loan. Or, if Shimon had bought the field from Ruvain, and now Shimon wants to pass on the title to that field to Levi. So there's a concept known as mechirishtars. There's a halachic framework which we can use to complete such a sale. The method by which such a sale is consummated is different than the general methods which are used to accomplish kinyanim. There are specific ways in which transfer of ownership of a star of a document is accomplished in halacha. This is known as ksiva umasira. The details of this transfer of ownership are rather complex, and I'm just beyond the scope of this shear to discuss them. But suffice to say that the method by which title to a star is transferred differs from the methods of other kinyanim. So the Rashba says a gavaldigachidish. He bases it on a Gemara Bavasra. Generally, it's understood, and the other Rishayim seem to have also understood this way, that the only question of Mechir Ashtaris, the question of Mechir Ashtaris is only relevant when we're discussing a star which was written from Ruvain to Shimon, and Shimon subsequently wants to pass that star on to Levi. The Rashba interprets and broadens the halach of Mechir Ishtaris very much. He says, it's not only relevant to a case where Ruvain wrote a star intended for Shimon, and Shimon now wants to transfer that star to Levi. Mechir Ishtaris is also relevant when Ruvain writes a star intending to give it ultimately to Shimon. But Ruvain didn't intend to immediately give it to Shimon. He had in mind to hold on to the star for a while, and then to use it and give it to Shimon. In other words, for example, let's say Ruvain planned on in the future borrowing money from Shimon, but they hadn't finalized the details of this transaction yet. So Ruvain writes a star to have it ready to eventually give it to Shimon when they finally finalize all the details. When Ruvain finally decides to give the star to Shimon, he's going to also have to use this halachic transfer of Mechir's stars. He will not be able to ha- just simply hand over the star to Shimon and thereby accomplish that this star can be used by Shimon. The only way that Shimon will be able to use that star is if they use the vehicle of Mechir's stars of Ksivu Mesira. This is a Gavaldiga Chedish that the other Rishonim clearly don't agree with. But the, the Rashba says this and it's Kedai to know this Rashba because it has a lot of nafkaminas in other cases where the other Rishonim may agree with this Rashba. For example, sometimes people will find it necessary for one reason or another to keep their property under somebody else's name. For example, if Reuben will buy a house from a third person, call him Levi. He may at some time 
find it necessary to write the deed in the name of Shimon, as though Shimon was the actual buyer who bought it from Levi. There are various reasons that a person might find it necessary to do this. So we have to decide halachically who the house belongs to. Does the house belong to Reuven or does the house belong to Shimon, whom the title is made out to? Part of this question revolves around this Rashba. Why? Because we know from the Gemara and Kedushan, we know that even though the halacha is that Karka is acquired, land is acquired through Kesav, Shtar, and Chazaka, there are three vehicles by which a person can attain, obtain ownership to a land. One is by paying money for it. The second is by, right, by receiving a Shtar, a title of ownership. And the third is, if he does Chazaka, if he shows that he's the owner by fixing things in, in, on the property which require fixing. I'm not going to go into the details of what Chazaka entails and what Kasef entails and what Shtar entails, but suffice it to say that generally there are three methods by which a person can obtain ownership of a piece of land. However, the Gemara tells us the Gaval Gazach. The Gemara says that let's say the minig in this specific area where the person is buying this piece of land is to receive a star if, if everybody assumes when they're buying the land that they're going to ultimately receive a star the halacha is that a person cannot obtain the land cannot acquire the land with kasef alone if he paid for the land and he didn't yet receive the star the halacha is that he does not become the owner of the land until he gets the star. Now, in our case, the star was written from Levi the seller to Shimon, who is the shadow buyer. He's not the real buyer. He's acting as though he's the buyer. Levi may not even know that, that Reuven is the real buyer and Shimon is just acting as an agent for Reuven. So Levi writes the star in the name of Shimon and hands the, star, hands the deed over to Shimon. We're, we're assuming now that a deed is a kosher star la'alacha. It's not 100% clear, but it's likely, in my understanding, that a deed would be a kosher star. So assuming that a deed is a kosher star, Levi, the seller, hands the deed to Shimon. He, may, he writes out the deed in the name of Shimon, and he gives the deed to Shimon. And Ruvain assumes that he owns the land. But based on this Gemara, which says, that in a place where the minig is, it's customary to write a star, ownership cannot be acquired unless you have a star. So now we have a Murdika problem. Ruvain did not ultimately get a star. Even if Shimon would take the star that Levi made out to him and hand it over to Ruvain, he would take the deed and put it in, uh, under the control of Ruvain. Still, it's not con- it wouldn't be considered that Ruvain got a star because the star was not made out in order for Reuven to have it. Like we saw in the Rashba. The Rashba says that even if Levi would write the star in order to give it to Reuven, but Levi would have in mind that he's going to hold on to the star for a while before he gives it to Reuven. The Rashba says that the only way for Reuven to own the star and to be able to use the star is only if we use the vehicle of Mechira stars. If Levi does Ksivu Masira. In this case, Levi never did Ksivu Masira. So, in this case, the other Rishonim might agree to the Rashba 
that there would be a problem with the star. Why? Because the only time they argue in the Rashba is when Ruvain made the star to give to Shimon ultimately, he just didn't have a mind to give it to him right now. But in a case where Ruvain didn't have a mind to give the star at all to Shimon, he had a mind to give it to Levi, or in our case, I'm mixing up the people, but when Levi had a mind to give the star to Shimon and not to Ruvain, he had no idea that Ruvain even exists. So it's very, very easy to argue that all the Rishayim would agree to the Rash, but that in this case you would need to use the transfer of Mechir Ishtaris, which was not in place in this transaction. So it could be argued that now it's impossible for Ruvain to acquire ownership through the Kesef itself, and therefore Ruvain would not be the owner of this character. So I found that Rishayim Zalman Orbach in the Sefer Madani Eretz discusses this issue. But he doesn't discuss it using the angle which we have taken. Namely, he does not quote this Rashba. He uses a different argument to invalidate the sale. He argues that since the purpose of a star, the way that the, the, the halachic strength of a star is based on the fact <coughs> that it can be used as proof of ownership. The reason why a star works, argues Rishlam Azalman, is because a star can be used to prove ownership. Since in this case, the star was made out in order for Shimon to prove ownership, and not in order for Ruvain to prove ownership, it would be impossible for Ruvain to use the star to prove that he's owner. So that undermines the basis of the halachic strength of a star. The, the strength of a star to accomplish a Kenyan is only if it can be used to prove something. In this case, since the star has the wrong name in it, and it would, would never be able to use to prove that Ruvain is the owner. It can only be used to prove that Shimon is the owner. So therefore, the, Ra- the Rishlam Zalman argues that the star would have a problem. Ultimately, Rishlam Zalman is machshir the star, based on the concept of shlichus. It's, un- it's actually unclear to me that indeed Rishlam Zalman is machshir the star, but I saw that Ryankov Bloy in a sefer Pischei Choshen assumes that Rishlam Zalman concludes that the star is kosher. It's very misdemeanor to me that that will be a correct conclusion, that the idea of shlichus would solve this problem that we're discussing. That even though the shtar can technically, as, as a shtar kinyan, only be used to accomplish ownership for Shimon, once we say that Shimon is a shliach of Ruvain, to accept the shtar on behalf of Ruvain, it may, it may be very well possible that Ruvain does accomplish ownership when Shimon accepts the shtar. There are a number of other halachic issues with putting the, the land under somebody else's name, which are beyond the scope of this year. But it's important to realize that this may also be a problem in this kind of transaction. The Daf Yomi Halacha series has been brought to you by the Base Havad Halacha Center. To sign up for the Halacha Center's weekly interactive e-journal, please email subscribe to info at thehalachacenter.org.